0: Sex is not supposed to be one-sided. Reciprocal sexual partners exist, and you deserve to have one. A quote by Ashley Cobb. Sex should be comfortable. Awkward, yes, but shameless. There's no sex like when we let ourselves go. Moan, writhe, scream, speak in tongues, whatever. A quote by Akwemikbo Ikomo. Hey, y'all. Welcome to another episode of Girl on Girl. This episode should be interesting, one that both girls and guys can learn from. I can already tell it will be one of my favorite episodes. In case you haven't guessed, we are talking about sex. Up until a few years ago, I was not comfortable in my skin, not confident in who I was, especially when it came to an intimate connection with another person. But it has taken a lot of self-reflection conversations with myself, and therapy to know that, as a bad bitch, I deserve nice things, and bad sex is not one of them. I can talk about all things sex, what I like, and what I'm still discovering, but I couldn't do this episode without speaking with someone I have admired and respected from afar. Yeside Olayinka Agbola, better known as Olori Koitos on Instagram, is a certified sexual health educator, an intimacy and pleasure expert, and an all-around badass. And I am so excited to have her on the podcast. Welcome to Girl on Girl, Yesi Day and thank you for joining me.
1: Thank you, Ayodeli. I'm really excited to be here.
0: I'm so happy you're here. Um, fun fact, Yesi Day and I have never met um, no, we haven't. We haven't. Absolutely. We've only spoken on social media, but sure. I tell her this all the time. I'm always on her page learning things about sexual health, how to enjoy sex and intimacy with your partner or partners that that's how you roll and um yeah so we're just gonna get into the questions and get into the thick of things first of all how did you even start because this is a very interesting line of work and I feel like being in Nigeria like you have to have a level of boldness to do this kind of thing
1: <laughs> well um thank you Ayodili. I went to the University of Florida nice and oh I have friends who go, Gators. You <laughs> go Gators you do Go yeah and I um I think I've always been interested in women's health one way or another. I when I was in when I was about 9 years old I read this book called Every Woman. It was my mom's book and it's a gynecological guide to life. Because of that book I had a lot of knowledge that a lot of my friends didn't have. Yeah. I always loved science and then I thought, "Oh, I'll be an OBGYN, you know, okay. focus on women's health." Um when I got to college that kind of Change so I switched okay. to um public health and I started um and I started doing like health education and behavior yeah and then of course I went on to do my master's in public health at FIU and then um graduated I was like okay gonna look for a job so I moved to Nigeria and I started Instagram had just started taking off and okay. I remember um starting the page it was called Orisha Coitus. Um, now orisha being you know like goddess or deity i wanted yeah. to be like saying like an authority on sex coitus is the latin word for sex yeah. and the whole pre the premise of that initially was you would send in your anonymous questions and mm-hmm. i would answer them anonymously okay. so i moved back to nigeria and i had a bowl of condoms i had like my own like mini apartment like attached to the house okay so i had like a bowl of condom and my mom almost passed out oh i'm sure <laughs> I'm like mommy you know this is what I do she's like hey but that's what you were doing in America you know now you are wow. in Nigeria who's going to marry you there's this idea that if you're talking about sex or you work in some type of sex work sexual health sexual education yeah that you are promiscuous and so who's gonna want to you know be with someone like that so there was a lot of push and pull from that. So I wasn't putting that much focus on Oluri, on Orusha Coitus then. And yeah. I because I was always having like this pushback, like yeah, people were interested. Back then, nobody wanted to follow that page. I had the certifications, I had, you know, I was yeah. doing the work, but then I was doing it more um informally. And then in 2017 I decided to, you know, formalize it. So registered, first of all, changed the name, rebranded to Olori Coitus. Okay. Um, Oluri being um the Yoruba word for queen so instead of like goddess of sex it became like the queen of sex
0: that is very awesome i'm happy you you stayed on the course because we need more people who are bold in like following their dreams and following their passions and like i said this is a very interesting like line of work especially being a nigerian so did you get um i mean coming from especially now like talking about sex is just becoming okay um what other backlash did you get like aside from family did you get it from from anywhere else like can you tell one crazy story
1: well i won't i won't say crazy story per se but i definitely got a lot of uh, propositions should i say um what i still get actually people that knew that this was what i did i knew Mm -hmm. i i knew guys that thought that it was okay to just kind of approach me with like all kinds of rot i'm teaching about you know sex sexual health i'm not because i'm telling you about these things does not mean number one that i'm participating in them number two it doesn't mean that i am open to participating in them with you i got that a lot and i still get it which is why like my dms on instagram are not open if you look at my dm requests and it's not just from nigerians by the way i really way! i'm telling you india um europe people send like nude pictures but a lot of people feel that they have that like because i talk about sex that you can come and talk to me about you know and try to to do what they want to do to
0: you yes
1: or what they want me to do to them and i'm like or Mm -hmm. another thing i get also is um people that think i have connections that i can connect them with like maybe like sex workers Add- the anonymous <laughs> nature of social media makes um a lot of people especially a lot of men feel like they can they can just um approach women with anything i know women who just they're just living their lives posting their fine pics mm-hmm. on instagram and next thing somebody's sending you like z- i mean videos and pictures and people are people can be very I'm um, crass about it yeah because it's unsolicited that is harassment yeah so
0: I'm surprised but I'm not surprised exactly um, because like men next question anyways before we even go off points on how can <laughs> be um I also noticed that you know maybe I'm wrong but people who talk about sex so openly are those who are married and could that be why it's so taboo especially in Nigeria that non-married people want to talk about it but religion and culture will not let them be so open
1: well you know what I said um, initially when when I told you about my mom's reactions to me having condoms and saying who's going to marry me or I'm Mm -hmm. going to kiss a woman by doing this it's a cultural thing Um, I know of I mean I am married and a lot of the sex educators that I know Nigerian sex educators that I know are, first of all, they're women Mm -hmm. and they're married. So if you're talking about sex before you're married, there's an assumption that you are involved in sex. And so someone who is unmarried, especially a woman, is first of all going to get backlash from family, backlash Mm -hmm. from culture, and then there's the religious element about it as well. So what we forget is that like... You cannot live in the dark until you're married. So you don't know anything. You you know, we expect women not to be chaste, not to know anything about sex. And then the minute at they're married... At the same married, time, exactly.
0: They're supposed to... All, whatever knowledge is supposed to be imparted on them. And you're expecting
1: that that mindset is going to like... It's like a switch. It doesn't happen that way. Back. You know, you have to be very intentional. You have to work at it. You have to, you know... So it's for me, I'm all for people who want to be celibate and abstinent but you have to do it number one for your own reasons and number two is while you're doing that it's also okay for you to get knowledge
0: this leads me to another question so i mean i know we are supposed to know what makes us feel good we're supposed to explore (laughs) how do we do that (laughs) like you know so it's like a double-edged sword yes I like I'm celibacy if that's what you wanted to do go ahead sis go ahead sir do what do all that but then if you now want to figure out what do I like for myself you know so that like in case I'm, you know, I get when I get married or I meet somebody and I choose to sleep with them, you know, I, I want to be knowledgeable about
1: what makes my body feel good. So how how do we go about that? That is actually a very delicate balance. Um, my advice um, to someone who's celibate or abstinent is mm. you can find the, should I say, book knowledge. You also don't really want to activate. Fair your enough. sexual you know yeah there's a difference between sensuality and sexuality so for me i would say okay you can you know, indulge in the sensual you know maybe you like massages maybe you go for massages and you notice that okay you know when this part of my body is touched more you know it feels good much better yeah. than like for example maybe my knees feel much better than my elbow for example yeah. you can make a mental note of that Okay. You know, um, now and remember also that everyone's definition of celibacy and abstinence is different. So Fair. it depends on what your definition is. Is your definition absolutely no form of sexual contact even Girl. by yourself? Okay. You sure. know, with yourself, or is yours that okay, um, there is I can masturbate, but I'm not being sexual with anybody else, or is yours that oh okay, I can kiss and hug? You know, there's some people who are abstinent who there's absolutely no form of sensual contact at True. all. So yeah. it depends on what your um, I think your definition of what that is for you is what will determine how you go. I would say learn the book knowledge. Do you understand? Okay. Like understand w- where your clitoris is, you know, look at your vulva, understand the, you know, the different parts of it, what is here, what is there. You might not necessarily want to be touching for pleasure because you don't necessarily want to activate that so that then you... You know start to desire sex and again desire is different from action you can you know people think that if you're abstinent you shouldn't feel any kind of you know desire but that's not true you will feel it but you won't act on it so and then what happens is for someone like that when you then get into a relationship you know a marriage or a relationship or wherever it is that you choose to now you know want to have sex you have to pace yourself Mm. so you see all that exploring all of that that you didn't do now is the time to do it there's no rush because i think what usually happens is that rush you know Mm. that like okay it's the first night we must have sex sex being penetrative sex but it doesn't have to be so that time of exploration the masturbation finding out what you like finding out what he likes i have people who are you know worried about like masturbation on their own or even just exploring their bodies by themselves, your partner can be sitting across from you on the bed while you explore your body. Oh, girl. I'm just telling you. Because it's very important for you to know. Because when I know how this touch feels, I can show you. Otherwise, you general. can be you you can both go on like an exploratory journey where you know she's learning what works on his body and that is also helping him understand. Yeah. And then he's learning what's working on her body, which helps her understand as well. But it's yeah. really important to be able to, you know, get that knowledge one way or the other. That is very interesting. Wow. I feel like there's
0: more pressure on the woman to quote unquote stay. That means pure very loosely. but yeah. to stay away. To be, but the guy exactly to be a mm-hmm. hang uh, to be chased, but the guy can go around and you know do whatever he wants and you know get his freak on. But the girl is, you know, if she does it or if she is even remotely interested in trying to figure out, you know, exploring her body or you know talking about it openly, like you said, she's considered a freak. But with guys, it's not a problem.
1: That's, that's patriarchy f c for you patriarchy f c um <laughs> i it's it's really sad and i always say that you know women have more women tend to have more issues um around sex and mm-hmm. that's also because if you think about it most men their first sexual encounter is usually with themselves okay like they they you know like if you have a boy okay let's just imagine that you have a boy and you have a girl and the boy child you know at some point is starting to like touch his genitals mm-hmm. op- it. there's no there's no backlash for that they just think oh he's a boy this is what boys do you know men literally touch themselves in public yeah they, they adjust it. their you know they adjust themselves and like nobody says anything they whip out their penises in public and pee yeah. now women right would literally have a wedgie cannot adjust their wedgie your, yeah. your your breasts have moved in one funny way in your bra and you're like looking for um you know like a private space in which you can adjust yourself yeah because this is what culture has said so men usually would have had um their first sexual encounter a lot of times for a lot of men is you know with themselves they've masturbated. Maybe not exa- maybe not necessarily to ejaculation, but they've touched themselves one way or the other and found that oh, this feels good. Mm-hmm. But girls are—if you know—I've I've seen instances where like little girls touch themselves, and the thing is this: human beings are wired for pleasure. If I touch a part of my body and it feels good, I'm going to want to touch it again. Yeah, do you get? Mm-hmm. children might not necessarily they might not necessarily be doing it for and I know this sounds it um, sounds um, controversial but the thing yeah. is when children touch themselves they're not touching themselves in a sexual manner the way an adult would they it's like yeah. this feels good do you understand so yeah. but it's it's the adults that now put the shame on it and then they you know you see her doing that and you step behind away and say that's bad that's mm-hmm. dead don't do that don't you know of course you've added shame you've added fear to it and Mm -hmm. so that that usually is the beginning and that adds to a lot of things you know as the girl grows up and it's just built upon it's a double standard and it's sad because like you said women are you know even even if you now like sex you don't want to show that you like it you don't want to be too over enthusiastic about it because you're like, hmm, let him not think I'm a bad girl, let him yeah. not think I'm a freak. Let him mm-hmm. not start asking where is that coming from. Meanwhile, men are very happy to show you their prowess, and they even brag about it. That's why I tell women own your pleasures, sis. There's no point if you're going to take off your clothes. Please, with with your do it with your chest, do it with your chest, and let it be worth it. That's what yeah. I gotta say. If you don't follow
0: yesterday on Instagram, her Instagram is Olori Koytas. It will be in the description of this um, episode. But I wanted to talk to her about one of the posts she had. I think it was yesterday or the day before. Um, She talked about when um, a guy and a girl are having sex and the girl says she's about to come reach orgasm and. The guy just changes, either changes direction or changes rhythm or whatever. Why? Why? is <laughs> <laughs> like, why, 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 why? why? Like, um, I mean, why can't they just stay the course? Because I'm going to, I'm not going to lie. Like, I've, I've had th- several of those experiences.
1: Like, bruh, bruh, bruh. <laughs>
0: what are you is doing, that- sir.
1: <laughs> like, sir. <laughs> You see that you are close to the finish line, or you are seeing the target in yeah. range, and so you think, "Oh, let me just speed up so I can get close, so I can move to it quicker." Okay, so I think I think that's what comes to their heads, because I mean, first of all, it's not that every woman is going to say, "Oh, I'm about to come," or you know, "I'm close to orgasm" or something, but usually it's either a verbal or some type of non-verbal communication that makes makes you know that okay, she's close. Yeah, what a lot of men don't realize is that with sex and, um, you know, it's about rhythm, rhythm and frequency is um is so important. Hmm. Such that if you are doing babam babam babam, and that's what's building the pleasure in her, that babam babam has to continue in that nature. Don't go bam 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 you've just everything is like for some people you've gone back to squares you've gone back to zero you started and then we're we're going back again like you know don't 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 go faster don't go just maintain literally i think maybe what women will start saying is babe keep doing what you're doing do you get because they because the men just feel like oh and you know it's that um feeling and i think it happens with men because men is just they they is the rush to not Maybe not rush but is that like okay I'm close this orgasm is coming let me get there because when men are masturbating they start off slow yeah and then they speed up they speed up and then towards the end it's like like double triple speed mm-hmm. so in their heads I think that they believe that that's how women are so it's like you're close let me just let me just get you there quick yeah. so you have it's it's this whole this is why I like I'm very big on conversations around sex happening outside of the act these are things we need to discuss this is something that a lot of women do complain about because it's like and then you know it's that thing of oh no no oh the orgasm and literally you see you're filled up that (laughs) it's flying away you see it it's like "Ah," you're like no come back yeah
0: so it's
1: um so it's just about you know like i said sex is a skill i always say it. it's a learned skill so nobody knows it all so when that is happening it's okay for you you can maybe hold him or maybe it's his fingers that he was doing you know kind of try to get him to steady his fingers back to what he was doing before yeah and then don't be shy about saying no babe just back back can we go let's go back i'm losing it like it's going away so that he also understands a lot of times women keep quiet then I mean, they'll I now come and shout afterwards <laughs> <laughs> because you're trying to keep his ego you're trying to like i don't know that it's ego. like
0: an ego protection I, maybe that that's part of it but then i also think like for some i know talking during sex is good but mm-hmm. for some people um mm-hmm. i've been in situations and i also have friends who have said that when like they feel like if they communicate like that they feel like they have spoiled the mood
1: but why it's because you watched movies where they don't talk fair we've seen on cinema and on tv shows that you know sex is just boom 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 ha, ha, ha. everybody's having you know like i don't want to ruin the mood in the same way people don't want to ruin the mood by bringing up condoms they don't want to ruin the mood by bringing in lube They're so some... yeah we have a lot of hang-ups and myths around sex and what we need to realize is that when you're having sex, you're as open as you can possibly be with another human being. So don't be afraid to speak up. Don't be afraid to voice out. I know that for some people, they don't want to talk, but you can also, there's nonverbal communication, right? Mm-hmm. If it starts to go faster, there's a way for you to hold him, you know, and slow him down, you No? Know? Yeah you know if his hands um, if it's his hands or if he's using his tongue for example and you want him to slow down there are ways to you know make that happen exactly do you understand if you're not necessarily talking but i always encourage that there's a conversation even afterwards Mm. about it not like you just finished having sex and you're both laying in bed cuddling and you're like oh yeah babe we're not no we're not bringing out a scorecard right after sex but it could be you know. And the next day, two days later, you're having lunch. You're just just in, You're chatting on the phone, and that could come up. But for real, a lot of times, it's that idea that whatever I say is going to ruin the mood. It's it's all in your head. Trust me, that somebody that wants to have sex with you, they are there. You understand? You that yeah. wants to have sex with them, you are there. Now, if you have a partner who is um, very defensive, this might be a problem. But then that also tells you that there's just a problem overall. It's not just sex. Do you understand? Ooh, that's good. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? Um, yeah. But again, like, it's not, we're not saying, oh, babe, you're not doing it well. It's, babe, what you were doing before was amazing. Keep doing it. I'm, I'm saying the same thing, but my method of, you know, bringing it forth is different. So I just yeah. need to hype. Yeah, I'm just I'm just telling you that look what you were doing is great. It made me feel amazing. Could you please continue that? Okay. So, you know, that that's that's what it, it's all about communication, I think.
0: I I agree. I agree. And even with like So I wanted to also talk about orgasms and mm-hmm. how for mm-hmm. some women it's usually like how, I I I guess, however the woman's body is wired, she is able to have several orgasms back to back. Is it a norm to just have one and be done? Or is it like, is it what sometimes when women have orgasms, they dry up? Yeah sometimes um and the guy still wants to keep on going and it's kind of like no I'm dry so what are we gonna do and they when they're dry they don't want to keep going, you know, but then the guy wants to keep going. Maybe he goes to like, oh maybe I can make her come another, maybe come make her come two more times or mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. But um Yeah. So I don't know if you can speak on orgasms in general and how to, if it's, if it's a norm for just one, if it's a one and done or what is like an average. There's no such thing as normal.
1: There's no such thing as average. I don't believe in, I don't believe in, uh, because whenever you say there's a norm, Mm -hmm. it means there are things that are abnormal, do you get so if anything doesn't fall within the norm then it's abnormal it is what is normal for you okay is what is important so for some women they are multiple orgasms. the truth is almost every woman has the ability to have multiple orgasms it's how our bodies are wired however like you said for some women when you have one orgasm you're just like you know what i don't die yeah i'm done however i would like to flip this on those women imagine that when your partner has an orgasm or when he ejaculates he says he's done Mm -hmm. and then you're not done you you know you haven't gotten enough pleasure from this encounter but Mm -hmm. then he just you know rolls around and goes to sleep i usually flip this on women to tell them that okay You had your orgasm and now you're like, God, I'm dead. I'm finished. I don't want any more penetration. Or I don't want any more stimulation. Right? At this point. Let's just imagine that that's like your refractory period. Could you then in that time continue now give your partner pleasure maybe you had an orgasm from penetration and like nipple play um you had an orgasm from your clitoris been stimulated um while he was penetrating you had an orgasm you know from whatever it was and now you're like touched out so you don't you cannot stand for a lot of women it's like i cannot stand to be touched yes that's me like like please i know like i know it felt good like literally 30 seconds ago but right now I cannot stand to be touched. That's good. That's fine. Could you then touch him instead? Okay. I don't you know, like let us be selfless as well. Do you understand? You've got in yours. Yeah so you know but your partner isn't necessarily ready he hasn't he hasn't reached that pleasure or he still wants to engage with you could you then give him a blowjob could you give him a handjob could you do you get and also tell him like bruh don't touch my don't touch my nipples do not come near my clit do you get because some men they feel like when they're getting pleasure they also need to be pleasuring you at the same time it's okay it's all right you know like put your hands away again communication yeah. And then of course, but then of course there's some days when you're just like I'm dead. Like I'm <laughs> um, no, of course, but do you get what I mean? It can't be every day. Cause I do hear that complaint from men that say you always say, Oh, she comes first, she comes first. But then when she comes first, she doesn't want to do anything. Yeah. Is for some women it's not even that they're dry, because if it's dryness, there's always loop. It's True. more of you are it's like they said, you're overtouched almost yeah so you kind of need to like calm down from that and so mm. you can you know there are other things to do how about some sensual massage for him you know like you could just kiss or you know what i mean or you could just say yeah. you know what babe can we cuddle for um you know the next like five ten minutes and then let's see sex is not just physical right it's engaging mentally emotionally so you 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 want to always keep that in mind. And I think that like if especially if you're with a partner who's all about your pleasure, you should also be all about their pleasure. So that way both of you are winning. That is a good one. That is a good one. That's a gem.
0: Wow. Okay. <laughs> um, no, thank you for that. Um, so wow, guys. So I mean, if you have any questions for her, please reach out to her um on email email. Okay, Ask
1: yeah, at yeah.
0: From your um, Instagram bio, I, mm-hmm. I, I see what you're about, but then what other services do you offer? Do you want to talk about them?
1: Um, I offer uh, personalized coaching, so I have one-on-one okay. services, and I also do a lot of um, group coaching sessions so bridal showers baby showers okay. sometimes just a group of girlfriends you know getting together and wanting you know like having like a sex sexpert session so okay. i do a lot of that i talk at you know like conferences and right. um things like that as well um do you so, do couples as well oh yes when i mean one when i mean one-on-one i mean individuals and couples i and get okay. i do get i do get quite um a number of those um okay. where you know sometimes it's not always because you have A problem per se sometimes you just feel like we're at 50 percent. we want to go to 70 we want to move to 80 so Mm. you know coaching is not always and there because i'm not a therapist i you know i i always there are a lot of people who call themselves therapists and for you to be a therapist you have to have a degree or some certification in therapy which is very different from coaching Mm. And it's very different from education. Where are you now? And where do you want to be? And what practical tools can I provide you with? Okay. For you to, you know, work on that. So we get that a lot. And I get like, you know, some people there, it's premarital English, premarital. <laughs> <laughs> and for some people, you know, it's maybe in some some people are not even married. So I don't I don't discriminate. I'm not I don't say, Oh, you have to be married to come to me, please. You're married, you're single. Yeah. whatever your you know your situationship is you know you want to speak to someone who's an authority on something and you just want clarity on yeah you know on certain things and so that's what i'm here for and of course we love the bridal showers and the baby showers and stuff but um till the end of the year that's mostly vir- that's virtual right now okay okay all right
0: cool no but thank you so much yesterday. i learned Like, there's so many gems. I'm glad this is a podcast so I can always go back to it. But this was so, so good. Thank you very much. You can definitely follow her, guys. She's always posting... Sometimes crazy stuff, sometimes. but they're always edu- yeah. Sometimes, but they're always <laughs> educational conversation starters that she has mentioned. But follow her again on Instagram at Alori coitas Thank you very very much. Yesterday, I really you, appreciate Adili. everything. Have a great day. We'll definitely. You too.
1: <laughs> All right, I enjoyed this conversation. Thank you, Adeli. Talk to you her. soon. Okay.
0: Sex is not something that should be endeared, but enjoyed. There are many ways that Yesideh spoke about that we can practice with our partners. After the interview was over, we started talking about another interesting topic. And she had the most interesting analogy. I wanted to talk about, like, I know I wanted to bring up toys Mm and um, masturbation, but then, oh, girl. I just didn't know how to brush it up. I don't use... I've never owned a toy in my life. So, I don't... And my friends always... My friends who do have toys look at me like I am mad. I have an addictive personality. I feel mm.
1: like... I it's start. Good to know yourself.
0: Yeah. I think I it's start, also good to know yourself.
1: But, again... Like, okay, so that's the thing I always tell people, right? About like, Because people always say, oh, you know, if I start, what if I... What if I, what if I get addicted? That's really possible. Mm-hmm. Um... <laughs> And so if you feel like that is you, then then maybe not. If you don't feel like anything is missing. it. If you feel like something is missing, that's different. But if you don't feel like anything is missing. And then again, right? Masturbation is not the same as toys. You Hmm. can masturbate with toys. I don't encourage that you just jump to including toys, even if you're with a partner. Because it's a crutch. Do you understand what I mean? It's like, you've not figured out how your body is working. You've not figured out how you like it. You now bring this machine into it. Yeah. Which feels good and great, but it's like Indomie versus jollof rice. What? Sorry. I always come up with all these analogies. Wow. (laughs) Indomie, you're hungry. You're hungry. You boil Indomie for two minutes. You eat it. You are full. You're good to go. Right mm. now, jollof rice it takes time. Yeah, improve. but girl, when you eat it, you are full as well. But the satisfaction it brings is very different from the satisfaction indomie brings. Except you are just like, except indomie is just a thing. Like this is my best. Yeah, do you understand the layers of flavor? The you know, the, especially when we have all mad smoky jollof rice, then I will put one like peppered fish, goat meat, some peppered something on the side, like it's different it hits different yeah so for me it's important for you to be able to differentiate between the two right toys mm-hmm. are great you know sometimes like there are times you just want to like is an itch you just want to scratch it and move on True. but even when you're masturbating you are not rushing it's not like oh i have five minutes no 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 please you are loving yourself do you understand it's the same way like a, you're not going to just let a man just start having sex with you if you're not warmed up you've not warmed up right so with yourself you have to warm up you kind of have to get you get get yourself in the mood light calm do whatever it is that is sensual for you that brings you pleasure you know be your clothes whatever just love yourself and it's not always sometimes it's not just necessarily for oh i want to get an orgasm it's just pleasure
0: so many things to learn so many and that wraps up another episode of Girl on Girl. Hope you all learned as much as I did. Make sure to follow on Instagram at Girl on Girl Podcast. Tell your friends to tell their friends to subscribe wherever podcasts are available. See you guys soon. Bye, y'all.